You are listening to the Next Play Podcast, the playbook for high-performing leaders who want to exceed their full potential. From walking on the Ole Miss football team at 5'7", 150 pounds, and earning a full D1 scholarship, to coaching thousands around the world and working with massive organizations like IBM, I've learned countless lessons that I'll be sharing right here with you. Join me as I interview some of the most successful people so you too can learn how to focus on always moving forward by deciding, planning, and executing on the next play relentlessly. Today we have an amazing topic and an amazing guest. An amazing topic and an amazing guest. So I'm super excited to get him introduced and and get right into what we're talking about today. So today we're going to be talking about how to lose fat and gain muscle, how to lose fat and gain muscle. And there's so much information about this everywhere. And there's a lot of false information. There's a lot of mixed information. There's a lot of mixed studies on this as well. So um, today I'm going to bring in a really special guest who has worked with a lot of clients, including a lot of our clients. And, um, his percentage of getting people results is out of control. It's really, really high. And it's because he follows um, not only the next play methodology, but he also does an amazing job of understanding people, their bodies and what's best for them. And so I'm going to have him break down today the, the topic of how to lose fat and gain muscle. Do you do it at the same time? Do you do it at separate times? Do you do one first? Um, there's so much information and I want to talk about what's going to get you results. What, what are you going to, uh, use to, to succeed and get your results. So excited to announce Mr. Zach Carlin. He has an, an insane amount of experience as a professional athlete. He's our VP of performance. So, um, I'm going to jump right in by just asking, uh, asking Zach the simplest question of all time. And that's, Dude, talk, tell me a little bit about your background and um, just your background when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Absolutely. And thanks for having me here. No, this, is, this is really cool. I'm excited to yeah. talk about this. Um, so, you know, my background kind of started, you know, I've been a personal trainer since I was 18. I had a personal trainer uh, since I was 13. Uh, I guess my dad kind of forced me to get one. So I've been in the industry for quite a while. Uh, and actually, my first, my first set of nutrition-specific clients was actually fighters. Um, was a, a weight class sport, um, so it was really it was really stressful and it forced me to learn a lot. It forced me to reach out and uh, reach out to a lot of mentors and gain a lot of mentors. I was very lucky to find some very very great ones over my time. Uh, and then from there, I moved back to, to Canada, um, where I got into kind of the CrossFit world, um, and again met some amazing coaches of my own mentors uh, that, that pushed me to educate myself. And then my first uh, my first uh, certifications in specific uh, nutrition. Um, which is the Polyquin Institute, which they've got their general nutrition uh, certification, a sports nutrition certification in their digestive rehab uh, certification. So, uh, and then from there, I worked with just a lot of, a lot of the general population training or they were aspiring athletes, whatever it was. And again, I have a lot of great mentors over the time. Um, and then from there, it just kind of blossomed. And, and since then, I've, I've worked with a little bit over 10,000 10,000 clients and got them to where they want to be. Um, and again, I've just taken all that experience into what we got going on. Now. Awesome. Dude, that's awesome. So, so you started out working with professional fighters and that's because you were a professional fighter yourself. 
I was, and I just seemed to care a little bit more about my nutrition. They kind of saw me like bringing my food. Um, I had my little scale and I was weighing it. And uh, this was 11 years ago, a long time ago. And so they saw me doing that. They're like, hey, can you like help me do that? Yeah, and I just kind of started just helping them, you know, for free kind of on the side. And then eventually I kind of turned it into help me pay my dues. Yeah. So, so, so why did you care about nutrition when nobody, like you were young, nobody else really cared. Why did you care? Oh, at the time, uh, at the time it was because, you know, I came up, first of all, I came up being at it. So I had a lot of issues in my body at the time anyway, so I had to care about it. But also, uh, I wanted to move down a weight class. So I really paid attention to it. I really did a lot of, uh, a lot of my uh, studying uh, and education. Um, at the time, YouTube wasn't a big thing, so yeah, hiring a coach would help you know, that kind of stuff. So again, I just kind of had to care about it, and then I started kind of falling in love with it. And then you started what? Then I just started falling in love with it. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So, so that's awesome. So you went from you know you were this fighter, nobody else cared about their nutrition, but you did, and then people started asking you like, hey, dude, like obviously you're doing well, your body looked well, looked really good, and people were like, hey, can you help me? Um, and then from there, you started noticing like, hey, I can really help people with their nutrition. Um, what was your, what what happened after that? Well, I started realizing uh, I don't just want to work with fighters. <laughs> so then I got back. Again, when I when I moved back from Vegas at the time, back to Canada, um, again I, I met a, some really great mentors, and um, you know they really kind of paved the way with with how I could help people and what people really need help with, uh, and then kind of pushed me in the right direction as far as education and that kind of thing. Gotcha. So you f- you figured out quickly that like this was a big passion of yours, and so then you went down the road of, of edu- education and making sure that like you were applying what you were learning with your current clients. Um, and so how, how did that lead you here? How did you become a part of relentless warrior fit and now relentless university and now all the way up to overseeing all of, all of the fulfillment for all our clients? Oh man, that's a journey. Uh, so we ended up moving back here from Canada, um, ended up working, uh, helping a company, uh, they were an online company and I ended up jumping on with them and helping them kind of form their um, online nutrition uh, programming and certifications and that kind of stuff. So I really got to see kind of what the industry looks like in a bigger scale, where that's when I got to help with, I got to help thousands of clients. And that's when I started coaching coaches um, and really kind of honing my skills. And then, um, you know, what I saw with Relentless Warrior and now Relentless University was that it kind of blended everything that I had learned and everything that, you know, kind of encompassed my passion into one, right? So it wasn't, it wasn't just giving people, you know, here's a, here's a, here's a workout plan. Here's a nutrition plan. Good luck. Right. It, it, it encompassed on how to change their life and, and how they look at nutrition, how they look at their fitness, how they look at their health, how they look at their lives um, and really all encompassing um, improving that. Right. So it's not just here's a meal plan and, and a workout program wish you all the best it's it's how do we actually understand this person's mentality their habits their skills level and then and then creating a process you know everything from their schedule their daily schedule to to the uh to to what they are doing in the gym what what uh, equipment do they have access to what is their 
you know, what, what do they have time to do? Is it meal prepping? Is it meal plan? Is it uh, meal prep service? Like just really honing in and, and making sure that person gets from point A to point B. Um, and that's kind of, um, what you're saying is, is instead of just throwing something at them, it's more about, it's, it's, it's more about everything and, and mm -hmm. understanding the person and then holding them accountable to it. Yeah. No, hundred percent. It's, you know, you, you can get somebody from point A to point B, especially in a short, shorter amount of time, right? Doing your and that kind of stuff. But the biggest thing is getting them from point A to point B, and then point B being their life from now on. Being their what? Being their life from now on, right? So it's yeah. long term. A lot, a lot of people go from point A to point B, you know, and then then they don't have their coach anymore, or you know, something. You know, it could be fairly an, an insignificant event happens and throws them off track. All of a sudden, they're back at A, right? So at that point, what happens between A and B is, is extremely important um, to keep them there and also to you know, help them drive further. Beautiful. So, so the topic, it's, so, so here it, here's the deal. Here's the question. And like, and, yeah. and I could see as like somebody who's, I, I, I see all the operations, right? I see everything in every corner and here's whether it's what they're typing in their questions, uh, comments, uh, wherever it is, it's, it's, they want to lose fat and gain muscle. Like this is what the, the majority of people want to do. Right. So what's the process? Like you hear so many things, right? Can you do it at the same time? You can't do it at the same time. Um, not everybody can do it. Uh, like what, what is your process when somebody says, okay, here's, here's where I'm at. You know, I, I'm self-disciplined. I'm motivated. I'm motivated. I want to get this done. Um, you know, I, I don't want to waste my time. I'm busy. I'm successful with my career. And I, I, I need to just, but I got to get my body back. Like I'm tired of going to the pool and with my family. And then I have to take off my shirt and I look like shit. Like what, what do I need to do to lose fat and get like back? You know, I want to get back to where I'm just freaking a badass when I take my shirt off. I'm 50, I'm, I'm you know, anywhere from 30 to 60 years old. How, how do I do that? How do I get there? What, what, what's the process? And that, and that is probably the most common, at least surface level right away when they come in, is I want to lose fat gain muscle. They might say it different, but that's what they mean, right? Yeah. right. Um, you know, and, and, and you have to look at, you know, somebody who's, again, they, again, they have a lot of former, they're a former athlete or they have been in really good shape, you know, in their, their 20s or early 30s. And now, you know, their 50s and they're successful with their career families and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and now they want to get back to there. But what's the biggest thing that's changed between when they're in their 20s, early 30s, and now, right? It's mostly the stress, how much stress they put on themselves. So now they, they have, you know, they're, they're trying to support a family, they have these you know, successful careers, or, you know, they have to pay the bills and all this kind of stuff, right? It's, it's usually stress, right? And your ability to deal with the stress. Um, and it's never, it, it, I know this isn't a fancy answer, right? Everybody wants that fancy answer. Like, what, what can I do now? Like, what, what can I get to right now? Like, what, what, what pill do I have to buy? Like you go to you go to the store, you see the fancy stuff behind the counter. You just want to buy that, and I'll be good. Um, unfortunately, that's just not it, right? Um, especially people come in if they specifically want to lose fat and gain muscle at the same time, right? Which usually, if they're just starting, will happen. But the best thing you can do is control your stress, right? And more specifically, you know, to, again, again, it's not it's not fancy, so it's hard to convince people of that. To just be like, okay, control your stress, you'll be good. Yeah. Right? But if you really get into what being stressed especially being stressed consistently over time actually does, it's a pretty big item, right? So if you're, like to, to get into it a little bit, like if you're, if you're somebody who's stressed constantly, you know, whether it's at home, at work, 
road rage, whatever it is, right? Um, you know, a lot of people know but the stress hormone gets released, it's cortisol, right? Cortisol yeah. gets released. Cortisol is a natural thing, our body needs it, right? But when we're stressed, you know, it can be up to 10 times more, um, there can be 10 times more of it um, in our body or being secreted. Um, and again, it's a good thing, you know, it helps control our sleep-wake cycle, our blood pressure, you know, helps release uh, us release, you know, carbs and fat when we get for energy. But again, if it's, if it's heightened all the time, you're always like this, um, you know, it, it, just, it just elevates everything a little bit too much. So let's, let's think of it this way. That mechanism itself was initially designed for if we were like getting away from lions and like hunting and running through the jungle or defending ourselves and our family. That's what it was for. That's what that line mechanism was for. But nowadays, what are we doing when we're stressed? I kind of already talked about it. We're just sitting at our desk, mad about some coworker that said something, or we're driving home, sitting in our car, mad because somebody's driving 60 into 65. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we're stressed about. Um, yeah. So what, what, what that does is when our cortisol is elevated, is again, it, it releases and it, from our tissue, carbs, fat, and carbohydrates. It takes it all from our muscles and puts it into our bloodstream so that we can use it for energy to get away from the lion. Right, or whatever we're doing, right? But we're not doing that. We're sitting in our fucking car. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're sitting at home, right? So our body doesn't use that anymore. So then what your body needs to do to counteract that is it releases insulin. And insulin groups all, all that together and then stores it as visceral fat. Most of the time it's visceral fat. So in other words, it's the pouch around your stomach, right? That's where most people, when they're stressed um, or they don't deal with their stress, they're going to hold it. They get like that. You know, see a lot of guys and girls. They get that stubborn pouch around their belly button. Right? That's what that is. That's, that's stress. Right? It, gets, it gets stored there. Uh, another thing that it does, you know, when you're, I mean, you, you're probably guilty of this. I know I am. Some people listen to this. I've definitely had, I've done this before. They've had a long, stressful day or a long, stressful week, and they're driving home at 7.30 at night. What, what's the first thing they do? What's the first thing that they look at if they're hungry? What's the first thing they do? Fast food. Yeah. First thing they do is fast food, right? Chips. So looking, chips. Exactly. Yeah. All that stuff. And the reason we look for that is because stress actually, like the, the um, elevated cortisol levels, it actually has a very similar effect on us as alcohol. Right? It, it, our, our decision-making skills become very poor. Well, think of it, if you're stressed, people are stressed sitting in traffic, you know, they're more likely to get out. The more stressed you are, that, that person's more likely to get out and, you know, try to start a fight or an argument or something like that. Poor decision-making skills as opposed to when you're relaxed. Right? Uh, but again, that, that kind of goes the same thing with food. You know, you're out having some drinks, usually your food choices aren't that great, right? Stress does that same thing, right? You have poor decision-making skills. You look for a quick dopamine fix, which is the happy hormone, right? Through bad food, usually it's sugar because we're all addicted to sugar these days. Um, and it also inhibits, you know, our ability portion control, right? Obviously poor decision in food. Um, it inhibits your stomach's ability to send a signal to your brain to tell you that you're full. So you're going to be way more uh, than usual. And then you couple that on top of, you know, what I had gone over earlier, where it really, you know, cortisol releases all that stuff now into your bloodstream, insulin, then stores it as fat, right? So, again, that's, that's just like kind of the tip of an iceberg, right? So if you're taking away, if you're, if you're stressed, basically, to kind of put this onto a uh, more simple way, if you're stressed, your body takes everything away from your muscles, away from your brain, puts it in your bloodstream so you can use it as, as energy, but we don't use it. So then we store it as fat. Right, and then we get more stressed because we're fat. <laughs> we get more stressed because we're not we're not getting. So it's like a terrible cycle. It's a terrible cycle. So if you you could, you could be on the best workout plan, the best meal plan, if you could be following it, you know that eighty percent rule, you could be following it. But if you're stressed all the time, you're just you're just hitting a wall. 
constantly, constantly hitting the wall. You might see, again, if you're just starting out, you might see some results. You're going to hit that plateau. You're going to hit that wall pretty quick, right? And it's all just learning to control, learning to, you know, overcome stress and avoid stress and, and learning to deal with it. Okay. So you're saying the first, so when someone says, Hey, I want to lose fat and gain muscle, the first thing is to figure out like, just first of all, is it coming like, well, if they're stressful, we can say like, that's a big contributor to, to the problem. Right. hundred percent. But it's not just that it's finding out where that stress is coming from. You know, doing gotcha. that by looking at, you know, how are they spending their day? What are their priorities? Um, you know, looking at their daily schedule, having, again, even you just give people a schedule, you tell them to fill it out. A lot of times they'll be like, holy shit, why am I spending so much time doing this? Right. Like they, they start to look at that stuff and you start to see where their stressors come from. And you can start to build habits around avoiding that stress, but not just avoiding it, but also learning how to deal with it. Yeah, totally. Like having, having a schedule and seeing it ahead of time, like days before and knowing what you can and can't accomplish in a day. Like I, I could probably say, there's a massive majority of people that have no idea what they can accomplish in a day because they don't schedule it beforehand. They um, have no idea. They feel overwhelmed all the time, which is stressful. Yeah. yeah. Overwhelm is a very stressful thing. Okay. So, so let's talk through the, 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 the process then. So if someone comes to you, so step number one for you is you need, you have a, a scheduling system. That's part of our, our next play methodology that you use with people to get their schedule, lay it out, and then figure out, like, what, what do you do after that? Yeah, so, they, you know, they come in, we kind of figure out what they've been doing, because everybody, that's the first thing you should do if you're trying to make a change, is find out what you're doing, right? So whether it's your, with your schedule, uh, how you're spending the, the time in your day, how you're utilizing the time in your day, what your priorities are in your time in your day, also how you've been eating, because, again, a lot of times, it's the same thing as looking in the mirror, you pass the mirror, you get out of the shower, and you're like, God damn, I have some work to do Right. A lot of times people see, you know, their what they've been intaking as far as nutrition for a few days. They're like, God damn. Right. So from there, we we, we kind of take we, we kind of prioritize what we need to work on first. Right. Because if you if you prioritize everything, again, you get back to the overwhelming and then that's stressful, and then you're not getting results, and then that's more stressful. It's just that, that, that cycle. So you gotta you gotta prioritize, right? You gotta make those small incremental changes. Right. If you, cool. if you try so, to change it. Oh, sorry. So schedule first then you diagnose the schedule and figure out what are the improvements and changes that need to be made. So, so if, so if I'm looking at my schedule, I diagnose and I say, Hey, here's the areas that like I'm having bad habits and here's how I'm going to change those bad habits. And those bad habits are, um, start around things that are caused by stress. hundred percent, hundred percent or things that don't, um, don't allow you to relieve the stress or don't allow you to overcome the stress. So a lot of times, uh, if, for most people, it's bedtime routines, right? They're in front of screens, especially people with, um, with you know, stressful jobs and, you know, they're working long hours and that kind of stuff. So usually they're in front of their screen up until they go to bed, right? So they're, they're all, all, they're constantly stimulated and they're going to bed stressed, right? So you're not going to sleep very well, right? Yeah. Sleep is huge at overcoming stress huge at relieving stress and the effects of stress um and sleep is huge when it comes to gaining muscle and losing fat right yeah so a lot of a lot of it again this is kind of speaking just to the majority is looking at um how you're recovering from the stress of your day right so looking at what you're doing before bed and the hours leading up before bed um and then from there it's kind of looking at how you're prioritizing yourself in your day so when you wake up a lot of times people they wake up they're on their phone 
before they wake up and you know they just have a cup of coffee and then they're off to work right they, they, they don't they don't give themselves time um, or the ability to get ready for the stress of the day right so and that that could be something like making sure that your schedule is in order right because if you your schedule is in order you know this stuff's going to get done. it's on my schedule don't worry about it I'm do it. right um, or you can do that before bed but whatever their their routine is and then again at night um, their, their bedtime routine is just setting them up to recover from the stress from the day and those are again this is speaking to the majority that's most of the time things that we focus on work. gotcha okay so this this seems much deeper than just a simple solution to lose fat and gain muscle obviously like it, it, it's a process right like and that's what i'm, I'm kind of getting from you so yeah so so they get through this process now now what what about like first of all can somebody do that can somebody lose fat and gain muscle at the same time Absolutely, you can. It's um, again, especially if you're just starting out, you're, you're going to do that, right? If you make these small changes, you start exercising a little bit, start looking at what you're doing. Again, even if it's not huge, monumental changes, it's just it's going to happen, right? When you're starting out, and when you're a little bit more experienced, you've been doing it for a while, that's when it gets a little bit more tricky. That's when it gets it gets a little bit tougher. Um, it just it just depends what your specific goals are. If your goals are to just lose fat and gain muscle. Um, most of the time, you're not going to gain a whole lot of muscle, but you're going to lose a lot of fat. Right? So it why can is be that? Done. Why is why can you lose a lot of fat? Why, why can't it well, fat? yeah. Why? Why? If, if most people, why? Why do they lose fat? More fat than gain muscle? Well, because most of the time, when they're starting a, a, an exercise routine and a, a nutrition plan, they're in a calorie deficit, right? So if you're in a calorie deficit, the goal is to kind of lose lose fat, right? But because you're in a deficit, you're not going to gain as much. Right, so the goal usually, especially when we're starting out at that time, is just to increase your metabolism. Um, get used to getting a little bit cleaner, um, and yeah, you're, because you're in that deficit, you're, you're going to lose some fat. But again, because of that deficit itself, you're not going to gain a ton of muscle. Now, if you're to eat in a caloric surplus, right, you might not lose as much fat, but you'll gain you'll gain muscle a little bit faster. Right, right. So it, it, you can do both, but it's it, it's like you're you're gonna teeter one way or the other there's yeah. no way that you're just gonna like lose a massive amount of fat and gain like a huge amount of muscle at the same time you can do a little or one or the other right absolutely and it all it all varies by by degree like if you're if you're just somebody who you know has a has a nine to five job you know and, and you just want to look good by the pool right you have to assess you know what their goals are their goals are just to be healthier and probably just lose some fat so that obviously your goal isn't to have them deadlift 600 pounds and gain a whole bunch of muscle so you would dial them back you know you'll gain a little bit of muscle but you're also lose fat now if you're somebody who's you know wants to deadlift 600 pounds or be stronger or maybe you're somebody who's underweight right now then obviously yeah you're gonna gain a caloric surplus you might put on a little bit of fat or stay the same fight with a little bit more muscle you just have to look at what, what your goals are like really look at what your goals are because a lot of times people come into it like looking at chris hemsworth's store and like yeah, i want to be like that Maybe, maybe in time, but again, there, there's certain things that you have to develop. Gotcha. Okay. No, that definitely makes sense. Um, so if somebody's like, Hey, I want to, I want to look like, you know, um, excuse me, excuse me. They want to look a, a, like a savage at the pool. They just want to be a badass. They want to have bricks for, you know, they want to have abs, but they also, they also, you know, they want to lose fat. Would you say that the first thing is let's strip the fat off them and then put on the muscle? How would you approach that? Well, it depends where they're at now, right? If they're, if they're already fairly lean, uh, 
then it'd have to be in stages. Like if that's their goal, then they have to be dedicated to that goal. Because that from the sounds what you just described, it's like they're almost wanting to get on stage, right? You want to be the guy that turns heads and you know all the guys are asking you what you're doing and what you're taking and all that. Yeah, they, you they, to, they, if you want to be that guy, then be prepared for a long haul, right? You're gonna have to put on muscle, right? Put on muscle and fat, right? You're gonna have to get big. I mean, you have to do that to protect your joints and make sure that you're prepared to. Um, to lose the fat because again when, when you start getting into a caloric deficit your joints are also a little bit more of a disadvantage and when you get hurt you have to set yourself up for success there's layers to that right it's a very complicated question so again if somebody comes to me and you know they look like let's, let's say they look like you you know they're, they're a little bit lighter very lean right um then the goal for you would be if you're going to be eating in a surplus you're going to be putting on muscle you're also going to put on a little bit of fat say goodbye to maybe the two of your six pack <laughs> for a little bit and then we'll value, value back down. But um, realistically, that's how you have to do it. You have to be prepared for a long haul. You have to be prepared for the lifestyle. And that's why it's so important to create that lifestyle first. Or else when you get into that long game, you're just not going to be prepared. You're going to quit. So, so I want to talk to bo- about both sides. So let's talk about the leaner side. Like, like let's say you're already lean or you're underweight and you want to, you know, you want to put on muscle and then get, and then lose fat again. You want to get lean again, but you need to put on muscle. Do I, do I need to, like, I, I have to be okay with like, Hey, I'm not going to have a six pack for the next three months. Like I need to be okay with the fact that I'm going to be eating a lot more and like, I, I just, I'm going to have to deal with that. Like I'm going to put on fat. If, if that's your end goal, that's what you have to keep your, your, your mind on. Right. Yeah. You, we would, we would have to feed you. You'd have to be, you have to find out what your um, you know, what, what you burn in a day. Um, for calories and then steadily increase that right as far as how much we're feeding you and then yeah like you're gonna have to be okay with going through that cycle of maybe not having a six pack for a little while and then we'll value it back down so we'll do that in the winter time yeah winter time usually that's the time you do it. okay people. perfect and so for somebody who who wants to to lose to lose fat like they're just way overweight they've got you know a beer belly uh, and they want to, um, they want to get it down, but they also want to, you know, put on some size. The, their first step would be like, Hey, let's get the fat off them first. Or would you say, let's build their muscle up first. Somebody like that, it would just be general, general physical preparedness. It's just get them because ideally if they got there, they got there for a reason, probably because there's again, going back to stress, um, alleviating that. And then, and then looking at kind of what their goals are. Cause again, if they're already big and they, but they want to also be stronger, like you kind of have to give one way or the other. You're going to be in a little bit of a caloric um, deficit, right? And then also, again, it, it just, it, this is one of those things where it completely depends. Is, has this guy been working up for 10 years or is he brand new, right? If he's brand new, so, he's so, going to so well. here, Here's a scenario. Someone who, they, they used to be fit a long time ago. They were an athlete. They're in their, you know, but now they're probably in their mid-50s. They've completely let it go. Uh, they're way overweight. Um, and, but they want, they, they want to get like, they want to get back ripped again. Like they'd like to see themselves with a six pack again. They'd like to see themselves with the confidence that they once had the power, the respect. They want to get back to that. They're tired. They're just, you know, um, they, they've, they're, they're winning the game like business wise, but they want to get back to that. So, so what would you, suggest for them like you know they haven't worked out and you know or or excuse me they are working out but they're just not getting results like they work out even sometimes three four days a week 
they, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll jump on Pelotons and F45 and Orange Theory. Um, so they do work out and they're committed and they're, and they're, they, they're self-disciplined, they're motivated, uh, but they just don't get results. And so like, what would you suggest for them? Would you suggest, Hey, let's, let's figure out a plan for you to lose fat first. Or would you say, Hey, let's put muscle on first. Like what, what approach would you take? And, and their end result is they want to get back to just lean six pack, look good when they look in the mirror. Uh, so the first thing with them, I mean, again, I'm not talking about stress because that would be the first thing we do, but aside from that, yeah, yeah take be, that. we already, we, already, the, we did the, all the first, that. The, the, the first thing would be get them, get them to lose the back. We would need them to be healthy. We need, we need to make sure their joints are healthy. We need to make sure that their cardiovascular system is healthy. They're not carrying a bunch of weight around their midsection. Um, so the first thing you would do is the goal would be to lose back to, to a certain point. And then, then we start building the muscle back up because muscle does burn fat at rest the more muscle you have the more fat you will burn at rest so there will be a bit of both but the first thing is to get them healthy so find out what their body needs as far as um, their daily energy expenditure being just a little bit below that as far as their caloric intake is concerned making sure they're getting protein for sure to keep that muscle on the muscle that they do have keep that on uh, and then again get them healthy just get them healthy first um, so if they're at let's, let's say for instance if they're at 35 percent body fat we want to get them to around 20, right? 20 is usually a pretty good mark for 50 to 60 year old men, 20 to 22. And then from there, we start to kind of reevaluate and start putting on muscle. Because now, then now they're ready. Now they're prepared. Because if they got to that point, then they're they're ready to for a much more strict regimen as far as putting on muscle and starting eating a little bit more clean. When I say eating more, it's eating more clean. And that's very difficult to do. Gotcha. Okay. That definitely makes sense. Like that's, that is like, and they have to focus on that. Like sometimes I know um, they'll what, what people will do is they'll do workout programs that are meant to build muscle, but what they're trying to do is lose fat. And so they're contradicting because they're trying to do it at the same time, right? And so that, that, that's, that's not going to work. It's, you have to choose which one you're going to go and go all in at that and measure along the way until you get to a certain point, then make the adjustment Cause you have to switch the way that you're eating, the type of workout you're doing. Like it's, it's not the same thing you can't. And what you see a lot of people do, right. Is they'll eat to gain muscle or they'll eat to lose fat, but work out to put on muscle. And it's like, you're contradicting so you're just, yourself. You're just hitting the wall. And up. Yeah. You're never going to get you're not eating still. enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. So I appreciate you sharing the different scenarios and how, how one would get there. Um, Cause that, that, I mean, that's like, that's the name of the game. It's like, if you're in, in one place, you're going to do one first. If you're in another place, you're going to do another first. And so the answer is it depends, right? It just depends on where you are and what your goal is. What's the end result. And so I think, you know, Zach, more than anybody, people don't know what their end result they want is. <laughs> and so it changes all the time. Yeah, it, it changes, which is fine. But if you don't know what it is that you want, you're just going to keep contradicting. You're going to keep buying Pelotons and trying different things and, and you don't know what you want. Right. And, and, and if you do know what you want, then, then it could be that you're, you're had failed so many times in the past that now you feel unworthy. And so you're always focusing on your past failures. And then anytime you get close, you sabotage your future success, right? That's what we talk about on this podcast day in and day out. So we're not going to get into that on this one, but 
understanding what it is, uh, which route you're going to go really is, is that it is depends on where you're at and where you want to go. Right. Right. Zach. Like it, it just really depends. If anybody gives you any other answer other than it depends, they're, they're legit. They're lying. Right. Cause it, you can't, like, there's no way, like you have to know. So like you said, this is a difficult question. You have to know so many different factors about someone to even decide which route you're going to go. Um, and like you said, you can do it. You can do a little bit like, Hey, I want to lose a little bit of fat and gain, gain muscle at the same time. Or I want to gain a little bit of muscle and lose a lot of fat at the same time. Yes. But you're not going to do extremes of both. You're not going to lose tons of fat and gain tons of muscle at the same time. It's just not going to happen. So it is one or the other and it depends. So, um, Zach, that, that, that you really did a great job of answering this question. And I hope it provided a lot of people value. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you'd want to share on this topic? Uh, just, you know, if somebody listening to this is in that situation, you know, where they've tried a lot of things before, uh, you know, they're just really unsure of what to do now is to just slow down, just slow down and, and, and take a look at what you've been doing and, and, and what you really want. Because a lot of times, like you brought up, you know, the F45 and the Orange Theory and the Peloton and all that kind of stuff a lot. A lot of times people people do that stuff just because they panic. Right? So it's like a panic. They're like, they, again, they, they pass themselves in the mirror or somebody says something or they feel a certain way. You know, they're like, shit, I got to do something. And then they do like, the first thing, you know, that, that pops up in their ad list on Google or something like that as opposed to just like calming down, right? And really looking at what they want and where they are right now uh, and, and, and taking taking note of, of that is again knowing what knowing what where you are and what you've tried before um, is going to be huge in helping you kind of looking forward um, into what you can do to avoid those things. Amazing, dude! So true. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for for being here today and and um and and sharing this super valuable information. I know a lot of people are taking away from it. Um, Zach is, uh, our VP of performance and oversees all of our fulfillment. He knows what he's talking about. You can look at all of the before and afters. Um, he's changing people's lives, um, top to bottom. So not just in fitness, but in all areas of their life and just improving the overall, um, uh, there's their overall life and what the end result is that they want. People say, I want to lose weight. But yeah, they want to lose weight to get to an end result. What is that end result for you? And so I, I, I almost challenge you to figure that out and know what that is. And a lot of times it comes back to freedom and respect and power and significance and, um, you know, whatever, like whatever yours is, legacy, like finding yours and understanding that is really, really important. So thank you, Zach, for being here and sharing and answering this awesome question and I'll see everybody on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Next Play Podcast. If you liked the show, make sure to leave us a review. For more resources, visit relentlessuniversity.com or download the free Relentless University app. And if you're interested in having me speak at your next event, visit relentlessrichie.com. Until next time.